commits just keep on coming, and they tend to come when we are scattered and slammed, but Washington is able to secure the commitment of defensive back Elijah Jackson out of Harbor City, California. He's 6'2". We have him listed at 175. He might be a little bit bigger than that. But, you know, Scott, tell us a little bit about Elijah Jackson and where you project him. Well, first of all, Kim, I want to address this thing about us always being gone. I, I think we need to make an alert for the message boards. When you and Fetters and I are all doing something, that they should keep an eye out for a commit. <laughs> it always seems to happen every time. So actually, okay, so back to Elijah Jackson. Very talented kid. He, he's a little on the underrated side just because I think he didn't do a lot of camps. And I think the reason why Washington valued him so much and, and really liked him was because of how they projected him to uh, grow as a player here over the next couple years. He's not going to be a guy who is needed right away. Now, if he's talented enough, he can come in and he's developed enough. He can come in and play right away because there is going to be some open uh, spots available next year. But he's got some pretty talented kids ahead of him. So um, I think Washington has done a really good job of setting themselves up where they don't need kids like Elijah Jackson to come in and play right away. And that can only benefit them and the kid going down the road. Boy, when we talk about Jimmy Lake and Will Harris recruiting corners, defensive backs, and safeties, the one word that always comes up that this kid has, length. Yeah, length. I mean, big-time length. He's he's 6'2", but I think he's actually taller than that. I talked to Mikel Steen about his teammate right after both of them got offered, and, and he told me, he goes, this guy is awesome. And he goes, I'm not just saying that because I'm his friend and I'm his teammate. He goes, this guy is so underrated. He goes, it's ridiculous. A lot of people ha- don't don't know how good this kid's going to be. And and he, sa- he basically just said, um, he's more aggressive than I am playing corner. And he's a reason he's so aggressive is because of how long he is. He's got long arms. His catch radius is really huge and that really makes it hard to complete passes if he has the ball skills we all think he can have um he's going to be pretty special he had three interceptions last year and i think he had like four uh 14 15 something like that uh pass breakups so um definitely a guy that can cover but also get his hand on a lot of passes this is a commitment we've been waiting for for a while. Um, it was originally supposed to be announced on Saturday, then maybe Sunday, then maybe yesterday, and then finally today. So this is one we've definitely been waiting for, Scott, and I don't think it comes as a big surprise. No, it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody who follows recruiting pretty pretty closely, and, and he, heck, even those people who don't follow it super close but just keep an eye on it, they should have known that this is coming as well. So that makes, you know, for defensive back commits in this class and uh, things are going to get kind of interesting here over the next couple couple months as we go into the last leg of the recruiting cycle before the uh, before the uh, mid-year signing period. Jacoby Covington just a few days ago, um, Mikel Esteen a couple days ago, and now Elijah Jackson. Are they done at corner? Are they done at safety? Well, yeah, they already had James uh, Smith from St. John Bosco committed to them. He did that at the end of July. Uh, by the way, that was when I was on vacation and you and Chris were both out. So <laughs> that was another one that was beautiful. We knew it was coming too, but it just we were all doing our thing. And then um, and then we got and then we got Jacoby Covington and Michaela Steen. This, like you said, this last weekend, and now Elijah Jackson. Jackson and Smith both project a corner. 
Smith and or I'm sorry, Esteen and Covington both commit are appear to be slotted in at safety right now, but one could slide down and play corner or uh, slot. And I think that would be Esteen over uh, Covington at this point. Um, so do they have a spot for a guy but like J- Aiden Hector? I don't know. Right now, I think the Husky coaches don't even know. I think they're kind of trying to figure that out, where things stand with Aiden Hector. I know that Washington, USC, and Stanford have been the schools that have been battling it out for him. Washington and Stanford have been the schools that have really been battling here recently. But I do know that Aiden Hector had been really high on, on USC and USC had kind of told him to hold off on any kind of commitments or anything like that. So, you know, we'll just have to see how things kind of work their way out um, over here, over the next couple months. Because right now, I would say if Aiden Hector called Washington and said he wanted to commit, I don't know if they'd be ready to take his commitment at this point. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. How many commits do they have right now then, Scott? So that just makes the 19th commitment in this class. Um, And, you know, we've said it in several of these other podcasts that Washington is looking at 23 or 24, most likely 24 commitments. Well, uh, or, you know, for guys that they want to sign. Well, if it's only five more, they need room for at least one, if not two linebackers. That's Jordan Banks and Savelle Smalls, who they're really recruiting hard, both of those guys. They want at least one defensive lineman in this class, Xavier Carlton or Lance Kennelly. Uh, those two are guys that they want, and they might even take both of those guys. So that would be four. And then they have Jake Overman, uh, the tight end prospect out of Servite that they're trying to bring in. And they also are hoping to have room for a long snapper. So, <laughs> And then I mean, there's always there's always a surprise or two down and, there. And there's always a surprise or two that could come up that we don't even know about at this point. And there are some names that, um, you know, are committed to other schools that that some say that Washington is, is close to getting, uh, you know, flipping and things like that. I'm not sure if I necessarily believe they're close to flipping, but they definitely are recruiting some guys. And we're not going to throw those names out at this point because it just it opens up a can of worms that we're not ready to put the lid back on. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it, things are getting tight. I just don't know if they have room for Aiden Hector at this point. Anything else we need to add, Scott? Right now, no. You know, I I think so that I was aware of all the guys who I expected to be committed to Washington before the end of the summer, before the start of, of, of the season, have committed. So now we're looking at getting into guys who are going to take visits and things like that. So I think things will slow down, at least on the commit front as, as friends, as frenetic as it's been here over the past, what, three or four weeks. It's not, I, I think that's going to slow down. You're not going to see very many more here over the next couple of weeks as they get into uh, the season. But then USC, the USC game is when you're going to see maybe things start to heat up because Jordan Banks is going to be here for uh, his visit, his official visit when they play USC. I believe Jake Overman might take his official visit when 
when that happens as well. Lance Kennelly may end up taking his visit. Xavier Carlton is looking at coming up for the Utah game. There's a lot of dominoes that could fall once we get into late September and kind of see where things play out. There's just not that much room left. Spots are almost taken, and we have two signing periods, one in December and one in February. (laughs) Got to leave a little bit of room to have some fun during those months. I know. Well, and and if you think about it, so that we've had two years of the mid-year signing period, and both years in between the mid-year signing period, which is mid-December, and the first Wednesday of February, whatever that is, there's four weeks of recruiting that can go on and visits. And or maybe it's three weeks, but whatever it is, three or four weeks anyway, whatever it is, um, Washington has been able to get a guy during that time, a big time guy in uh, the 2018 class. They got Tuli Letu Ligasanoa and uh, Julius Irvin. And last year, the drama came down to Puka Nakua. So, oh, and I guess Asa Turner, we could say that, too, even though Washington had him locked up. So, you know, I. Is that going to happen this year? Right now, I don't know if it's going to. I don't know if they're going to have any spots left when when January rolls around. So uh, we'll have there's to just. A, there's always room. There's always room. Well, it, oh. for the right guys, there's always room. But are there any more right guys? I don't know. Emergency podcasts are always the best. We don't anticipate anything happening tonight because we are all together tonight. So Scott and myself and um, Luke. Better be here, but uh, we'll all be together tonight. So, that's going to happen when we're all together. It always happens when we're not. So, um, anyways, hey, from all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Reynolds along with Scott Eklund. Go, dogs.